Each year, over 500,000 kids spend time in foster care across the U.S., and making sure they're well taken care of takes a village. I'm Erin Lindstrom, and this is Foster Care Aware, a production brought to you by Tidewater Friends of Foster Care. If you've had it on your heart to become a foster parent, a volunteer, donor, advocate, or just want to learn more, you're in the right place. This episode of Foster Care Aware is brought to you by Encircle. At Encircle, formerly Lutheran Family Services of Virginia, their mission is to make the world a more loving place. They believe that everyone deserves to live an abundant life full of meaning and purpose. The organization started in 1888 when a Lutheran pastor opened a small orphanage in Salem, and they have evolved to become an organization that supports children, adults, and families throughout Virginia and now in the Martinsburg, West Virginia area. Their treatment foster care program, licensed by VDSS and accredited by CARF, serves children and families in the Richmond and Tidewater regions of the state. They recruit loving homes for foster children and youth who are typically older and need a more therapeutic setting to heal from loss, abuse, or neglect. The children they serve may have moderate behavioral challenges, developmental and emotional delays, or be medically fragile. Many have been in foster care for a long time. Because of their needs, Encircle provides wraparound support services to foster parents, as well as ongoing training, respite, and on-call crisis intervention. Encircle is a faith-based agency, and they are open to all people who are wanting to become a foster parent, regardless of their gender, identity, race, sexual orientation, and marital status. They recently rebranded and changed their name to Encircle to reflect that all are welcome in their circle. While their roots are in the Lutheran Church and they receive generous support from many congregations for the children they serve, you don't have to be Lutheran or even religious to work with them or receive their support. Their treatment foster care team is small, which gives them the opportunity to give individual attention to each of their youth and families and provide person-centered services to them. Encircle staff is seen as an extension of the foster family support network and are often considered a part of the family. To learn more about fostering with Encircle, head to encircleall.org or call 804-571-1583. Hey there, welcome back to Foster Care Aware. I am your host, Erin Lindstrom, and I am joined by Audra Bullock, the founder and director of Tidewater Friends of Foster Care. Hi there. And today we have an incredible guest with us. We have Lindsay Wilson, who is the CEO of First Star. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely, thank you for having me. Wonderful. So to kick us off, I would love to hear, first of all, a little bit more about you and why do you choose to do this work? And if you can tell us a bit about First Star, that would be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, again, Lindsay Collins Wilson, um, I started this work um, really young. I've always been committed to just people and understanding my community, understanding others' communities. And in that sort of journey, I moved into education. And so I started teaching in Atlanta, Georgia with Teach for America. And really the issues of equity were astounding in terms of what I experienced when I was working as a teacher in Atlanta. And I knew that from that point on that this space of working in education, working with young people, working with disadvantaged youth was gonna be the space that I was really gonna live in because it was it is my calling. And so when I transitioned from the classroom to the principalship as a middle school principal, 
back home now in California, in Inglewood, California, again, I saw the disparities. I also saw what happens when young people, you know, whether it's in their school site or in their homes, when they don't have access to adequate support and guidance and mentorship. Um, you tend to see and you tend to hear about these really dire statistics, right, coming out of high school or when you become an early, you know, an early adult. And so I've just made it my life's work to, to really be there and really just support um, our communities. Um, in addition to that, I think maybe the more personal part of this is that we've had family friends that have been in the foster care system and I have seen you know firsthand what the system did to some of some of those young people and it was heartbreaking and so I think that in this position um, here at, at First Star I have the opportunity to really make change and have a great team that is the First Star Network that really is committed to this, um, really committed to supporting uh, teenagers in the foster care system. A little bit about what we do. So First Star has 14 academies throughout the country. We support high school age foster youth. They come on and join our programs as rising ninth graders and they remain with us for basically four years. And so it's, it's um, you know, sort of the conventional term of academy is, you know, students are going to be there every day. But with the First Star Academy, um, young people come to the university once a month. And during that time, for about six to eight hours, they focus on academics, life skills, social emotional activities, team building, and caregiver awareness. Um, in addition to the time that we spend with our students during the academic year, we also spend four weeks with them over the summertime. And that's our intensive 24-7 summer academy where our young people really blossom. And they start to build this family with peers who have been through very similar situations that many of them are still going through some of the, the tough times with their family members, but we are there to support them for four years. And so that is what First Star does. We support high school age foster youth throughout their entire high school journey. Um, we graduate them to the tune of about 98% of our scholars graduate from high school and about 90% go on to college. And, um, and we don't leave them there. We have an alumni program. So as long as they are open to joining the alumni program, First Star works with um, other partners to provide emergency funds, resources, uh, regular workshops, et cetera, to support our young people beyond the age of 18. So that's a little bit about First Star and even why I'm so passionate about the work that I do and that we do collectively. Thank you so much, Lindsay. I am such a big fan of the First Star program. I've learned about it five or six years ago when we were standing up this organization and, and really have looked at it as a model um, to follow. So can you please share with us the exciting news about what we're doing locally? Absolutely. So, you know, you would think that in the middle of COVID, you know, things sort of slow down, but that's not what happened in Virginia. We have amazing partners with you, Audra, and with Tidewater Friends of Foster Care, as well as ODU that really stepped in and said, you know what, we want to establish an academy. And not only just establish an academy, you know, in any regular period of time, but to do it during COVID, during the pandemic, says a lot about the leadership. Um, and what that means is that young people in foster care are experiencing learning loss. They're experiencing issues with absenteeism in terms of not attending school because it's virtual, because it's online, and they're still experiencing placement changes, et cetera. So for 
um, ODU and for Tidewater Friends of Foster Care to come together and say, we want to work on getting an academy so that our young people in the foster care system are not falling further behind. Um, that's what you guys did. You did that. And so I'm so excited. I'm so excited to just announce that, yes, we are starting our 15th First Star Academy at ODU Old Dominion University. I'm so excited about it too. As an alum of ODU, there's my proof on the wall. I think this is a really great opportunity for the kids in foster care here, particularly because of, you know, we've got seven cities in the Hampton Roads area and what I affectionately call Tidewater. Um, it's pocketed, but there are about a thousand kids in our region and they can all access this program pretty easily from a transportation uh, you know, perspective. So I'm really very excited what this means as well as the success rate um, of First Star. You guys work on hard and soft skills. Can you describe what that is? Yeah, absolutely. So when we think about hard skills, those are really sort of the things you learn when you're at a workshop or in the classroom. It is what you need in order to achieve some type of certificate or your diploma or a degree. Um, if you want to go back to, uh, you know, learning more about computers, that's a hard skill. It's, okay, how do I understand, you know, this whole internet and social media, et cetera. When you talk about soft skills, those are those interpersonal skills that, um, we don't always focus on, but are just as important as the hard skills, right? The ones that end up on the resume or the brag sheet. Um, so what we have done in our, in our academies is we really focus on our soft skills. We really want young people to understand the power of their voice. We want them to understand leadership. We want them to understand self-motivation. Um, and the way that we do that is that we section off a part of our Saturday Academy and a significant part of our summer academy where we focus on life skills. And what does it mean to engage with one another? What does it mean to engage with one another positively? What happens if there's a trigger and you are upset or frustrated by something? How do you handle that if you're in a work environment, if you're in a school environment, even if you're in a family or friendly environment? How do you deal with those issues as they come up? So we spend a lot of time on that. Um, I will share a few exciting um, examples of soft skills that our directors have been working on is that some of our directors because of COVID, they have been sending care packages to students. Well, they've actually sort of amped up the care package where now it's a grocery list of different food items. And the young person had an opportunity to choose those items and start to learn how to basically manage sort of their food and their dietary needs via these care packages. And so young people are getting the hard skills of what it means to understand nutrition, but really the soft skills and understanding why does this matter to me? Why does it matter to, to who I am, my relationship with self, and really sometimes relationship with others. And so, um, so we really focus on both the hard skills and the soft skills. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make it seem like we don't look at hard skills. We do. During the summertime, our students participate in intensive SAT and ACT prep. They also work on ELA and math skills. And we have recently started STEM. So most of our academies are participating in some area of science, technology, engineering, and math. And the national organization has started a STEAM program where students from all over the country, young people from all over the country can access monthly tech talks focused on a STEAM topic 
that um, is addressed by a young person or an individual that has had some similar shared experiences. So we do look at the hard, but we absolutely focus on the soft skills, knowing that that is really what builds up a young person. That is absolutely incredible. And it's, it's amazing to hear those success rates of high school completion and then college admissions in comparison with what usually happens with around the numbers in foster care. Um, I would love to hear a little bit more about a, like, how, how does that happen, right? How are you able to do that? And then B, like if you have any um, success stories of like certain students, we would love to hear a little bit about that as well. Oh yeah, definitely. So, you know, I felt the same way when I was first sort of being courted by First Star and, and, and trying to understand if this was an organization that I wanted to work for. Um, one of the first things that really drew my attention was 98% of your scholars graduating from high school. That That's is incredible, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's not the U.S. average, and it certainly isn't the foster care U.S. average, which is about 50%. Um, so I wanted to learn more about it, right? And then the conversion to college. You're sending so many young people on to college. And um, what I realized really quickly um, with First Star, I started off as the director of their UCLA program, is that when First Star says that they're a family, we are indeed a family. So when our young people join the program as rising ninth graders, you know, really sort of not sure about what high school is all about and how do I get through? Cause I've been through so much. Do I really want to get through this? Um, we start to develop these really strong, highly relational programmatic um, efforts. And what that means is that we connect with every student on, um, you know, connecting them where they are um, the folks that are surrounding them, that family unit that is around them, whether it's their caregiver or guardianship, or they have been reunited with their biological family. Um, and we really embrace them. And we say, we are gonna be here with you for the next four years. We're not going anywhere. There really isn't a way to be removed from First Star. We are going to work with you. And why that's so different from just sort of the, the average foster care student, teenager in the system is that they generally move from house to house. They have six to eight placements during their high school career, which is, you know, to think about how difficult that is. Um, it, it puts it into perspective, even with COVID where we've had to move environments and how difficult that was. And that was kind of just one environment change, whether it was school back to home or work environment back to home, that was hard. But just imagine a young person in high school going from one high school to another high school and then a new home and then a new home and then a new high school. Well, at First Star, even if that's the case for a young person in the program, the one solid through line is their First Star Academy. Their First Star Academy family at ODU, their First Star Academy family at UCLA, at the University of Miami. And that I think is probably the most um, relevant part of how we get our students to the success rate of 98% is that we are consistent, we are highly relational, and we are always focused on the positive and achieving this great success around high school graduation and then moving on to post-secondary. It's so important, Lindsay, um, and I stress this to our parents as well, is that ability to feel like they belong, that somebody's got your back on your good and your bad days, that even though I may 
have a really bad day and act out, that acting out is a message for me. It's not who I am. And so that stick to it is what allows these children, these kids, these teens, these young adults to move mountains. And we've seen it in our programs um, as as well um, in the same kinds of of rates that you've seen. it's, It's the first time you see it. It's quite unbelievable because the, the people that aren't participating in such programs and don't have that kind of um, belonging, sense of belonging, they, they, you're right, half of them aren't going to graduate from even high school. And so to turn from 50% into a 98%, it's, it's miraculous. But I think that that speaks to how miraculous these kids are. They've been fighters, right? They've survived more uh, than most of us have in our lives and they're still they're still trudging forward. They just need somebody to walk that with them that really is committed um, to them. So kudos, kudos to you guys for what you do and for believing in these kids and showing them that they're valued and that they can do it because foster youth, and, and I've never seen another group that is is like this, they come back in such high percentages to pay forward to other kids that have gone through, that are going through those similar circumstances. So I see this as building not just kids and successful, productive adults, but ambassadors that will come back and help the entire foster care system. So I love, love, love this program. So so let's talk a little bit more of the side of, we, we got this started at ODU. ODU thankfully said yes. <laughs> yeah. Now what's the next step, right? We've, we've got we've to fund this. How is this going to really get some legs so that we can have a program here in Hampton Roads like what has been so successful at UCLA? Sure. So that's a great question. Um, and a lot of it has to do really with community support. Um, we start to build out these sort of stakeholder groups and they're really comprised of individuals like you and I and the folks that are listening and watching um, this episode that have just said, you know what, I want to do something for this population. I care about them. I want to see them succeed. And, you know, I was in a, a, a meeting about a week and a half ago and um I started to share, oh, I do work with First Star, and this is what we do. We support foster youth. At the end of the meeting, a gentleman pulled me aside, and he says, you know, I just want to tell you, I have three kids. Two of them are foster youth, former foster youth. These three are my children. They are now, and started to explain to me, one of them lives in Santa Barbara with his wife and has children, and the other one lives in a different place. You just don't realize how much this touches people. And so for those folks that are listening and are watching, um, if you have a connection to foster care, or if you are starting to show this sort of immense, like wanting to figure this out or wanting to do more for young people who have lost their family unit, supporting the ODU First Star Academy um, by joining the stakeholder group or donating would be fantastic. Um, I didn't mention, but our students don't pay anything to be a part of the First Star program. Not one dime, the entire four years, including of course, once they move on to the alumni program. So this means we pay for transportation, we pay for meals, we pay for hygiene kits, we pay for clothes, we do whatever we need to do for our young people that need the support. And so however you can give, um, however small or however significant, 
we will absolutely accept it and it will go directly to the students in the first star academy um, so those are you know those are two ways so you can either directly give by donating um, and i know that there's going to be some information that, are, that is shared around that and then the other part is that you can join a stakeholder group and you can work with other amazing people and share your resources your resource might be transportation your resource might be that you have a space that students can use to uh, enjoy their life skills games or their team building activities, or you might be able to offer something else, but that's what we're looking for. Uh, individuals in the community that are willing to step in and say, hey, I wanna be a part of this. I wanna join the stakeholders group because I understand that the value of the community is really what brings up and uplifts the academy itself. Incredible. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. I know I just like hearing you speak about it and I've been to the website and looked around and talked to Peter last year as part of um, Foster Care Aware. It's just absolutely incredible work that is happening here. So thank you sincerely for, you know, the work that you're doing behind the scenes and also for taking the time to chat with us about all of this. Um, for anyone who is watching and wants more information and it is like, uh, show me the videos. I want to see the website, all that stuff. You can check out firststar.org. Um, their contact info, if you want to email is info at firststar.org. And the phone number is 310-882-5810. Audra, is there anything else as far as people who are here and part of our local community and our village, um, where should they be looking for more information about um, First Star at ODU? So they can look um, to us at Tidewater Friends um, of Foster Care, tidewaterfsc.org. They can contact um, Old Dominion University as well um, to, to learn more about the program as well as to donate to the university and support. This is, this is, this is a village. This is our village, right? To take care Absolutely. of and so um, we're all here to, to do that and make sure that this is so successful. And I, I do wanna, I, I'm so proud. I wanna reiterate the 15th First Star mm -hmm. Academy and something that was so successful and started out of UCLA and really is across the, the country. And, and you have one internationally as well, correct? We do, we do. We have one in London at St. Mary's oh, University. Wow. So we're, you know, I know you, you met with Peter last year. Some of you may remember him. He's amazing. He's our president. He's the president of the organization. And, you know, when you just talk about an amazing spirit um, and just kind individual that really cares he, this first star was his baby in terms of really thinking through the idea. And so to say that we're at 15 academies here in the United States, which means we're supporting hundreds of youth throughout the country, it just means so much. And to partner with, with uh, your village also means a lot to really stand up the ODU Academy. Thank you. And these kids are absolutely worth it. We, we absolutely must do everything we can to make sure that they can be successful because the alternative is is not is not nice. It's not just isolated to their families. It, it really does impact the community. Um, and so we want to make sure that for the health of our own community, as well as these individual kids that deserve so much that we're all supporting them. So thank you so much, Lindsay, for sharing. Thanks for your partnership. I'm so thrilled about the First Star Academy. I cannot wait to have the first cohort go through. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Audra, for this opportunity. Thank you, Erin, for this opportunity. Really happy to be here with you guys. And a big thank you for listening. 
Foster Care Aware is all about getting the word out about how you can support the kids in care in whatever capacity works for you. And Tidewater Friends of Foster Care is here to support you through the journey. To learn more, head over to fostercareaware.org where you can join our digital community of Friends of Foster Care and learn more about how you can provide a birthday or holiday gift for a child in care as one of our gift sponsors, stay in the know about upcoming trainings, and help meet the needs of current foster parents and youth as they arise. Whether you want to be a foster parent, volunteer, donor, or advocate, head on over to fostercareaware.org to learn more.